Hey everybody, welcome to the Sleeping with the Numbers Injury Report. You're listening to the Boner episode that's only available on Spotify. My name's Pat. I'm not joined today by Alex Baxter because the Penguins game is more important than the podcast that you're on. So Alex, remember this moment because I certainly will and I'm never going to forgive you for it. Going through the quarterback news, Kyler Murray is questionable listed as a game time decision. I would avoid betting on this game at all until we know if Kyler's going to play. It's a huge issue if he doesn't because it takes Arizona away from being basically the favorites to probably guaranteed to lose. Sam Darnold was a partial participant in practice. He's questionable to play. I wouldn't do anything with the Panthers either. They've looked horrible, and New England seems to have a very good system put in place. I don't think it's going to be good for the Panthers with or without Sam Darnold. Baker Mayfield is good to go for Cleveland and Cincinnati. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out with him not having Odell on the team anymore, and Jarvis Landry also being listed as questionable, I'd like to see what happens. Nick Chubb hasn't looked as strong as he had in the past without Kareem Hunt, who's still on the IR. So I don't know if I'm going to do anything with the Browns until I see them turn the ship around. Right now, I think the Bengals should easily win that game. It'll be a low-scoring affair, but I think that the Bengals have the better team in general. Dak Prescott was a full participant in practice, which is good for him. Unfortunately, CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper were listed as questionable, so we'd like to see what happens with them. Fortunately, he gets the Broncos, who have not been very good this season, so the good news for Dak is that he should have a fairly good game, and he should be able to rely on Zeke for the majority of the game, and I see the Cowboys winning this one easily. Tua was a partial participant in practice. He's questionable this week. Honestly, I wouldn't put anything on this game either between the Texans and the Dolphins because... When you have two crappy teams, it can go either way. If Tua does play, he's really good for fantasy. I, the Texans' defense is trash, and it would be a great opportunity to play Jalen Waddle or Mike Gusecki, but you might be able to throw Miles Gaskin in there, and that might be the only person from the Dolphins you really want to start because he should have a lot of opportunities this week. Taysom Hill was also a full participant in practice, but he's not going to start. It's going to be Trevor Simeon, and if Trevor does bad, Taysom might get thrown into the game, or they might switch in and out of the game, but... I would avoid anybody on the Saints for this game. I I don't think they're going to beat the Falcons, even though they're six-point favorites. I think it's going to be a great game for Alvin Kamara, but in reality, I wouldn't play any of the Saints receivers or bet for the Saints to win this game at all until we find out if Taysom's going to be the regular quarterback moving forward or if they're going to stick with Simeon. Moving on to the running back position, our first player up is Latavius Murray. He's listed as doubtful, so that's going to give Devontae Freeman the start. I wouldn't play either of these guys anyways. The Ravens running back core hasn't been super strong this year, so to me, it's not a huge impact on the game. Chase Edmonds was a full participant on Friday's practice, so he'll be good for the Cardinals. If Kyler is out, definitely consider playing Chase or James Conner. They should get a lot of opportunities this week. Christian McCaffrey is hopeful to play, according to Matt Rule, so that'll be interesting to see. If anything, he's going to be a partial participant in the game. I still think Chuba's going to get a lot of work because they're trying to work CMC back into the lineup. So if you want to play him, go ahead. I'm not sure how well that's going to go, but it remains to be seen. James Robinson for the Jaguars is questionable. I wouldn't have played him even if he was available because Buffalo's defense is so good at stopping the run. It stinks for the Jaguars. It gives rid of any hope that they had of being competitive in this game. So avoid James Robinson if you can. Saquon is out. Uh, He was on the COVID list for a false positive. However, he's not going to play. So that's going to really put a damper on the Giants' attempts to upset the Raiders. So keep in mind that Saquon's not available, which means that basically the Giants don't really stand a chance this week. Moving on to receivers, DeAndre Hopkins didn't practice. So if he doesn't 
play. Fortunately, the Arizona Cardinals have a lot of receivers to pick from, but it may not matter. If Kyler's not in, I wouldn't have put DeAndre Hopkins in. I don't trust any backup quarterback to perform the same level as the starter. So keep an eye out for DeAndre. And if Kyler's available, definitely play him if he's available to play. Darnell Mooney was a partial participant in Friday's practice. With his inability to get great tosses from Justin Fields. I don't know if I would play him if he's healthy. The Steelers defense should do a really good job against the Bears and really beat up on Justin Fields. So even though Darnell Mooney is a decent option in fantasy in terms of his potential volume, I don't see him as being a great option for this week's game. Donovan Peoples-Jones was partially active in practice. He's listed as questionable. I would avoid him. He hasn't been hot since he had that one really good game a few weeks back, and that's how he's always been throughout his whole career. He's very hit or miss, very streaky, so if it's me, I'm avoiding Peoples-Jones and the Browns' offense outside of Nick Chubb. As I said earlier, Cooper and Lamb are both questionable. Keep an eye out for them. If either one of those plays, they'll have a good opportunity to get some points against Denver, but like I said, I think it's going to be a run-heavy game, and I think Zeke's going to be your guy on Dallas to play. Robert Woods is questionable, so if anything, I would keep an eye out for him because that would just put more of an opportunity for Cooper Cup to get a lot of passing attempts, as well as Van Jefferson. So keep an eye out for Robert Woods if you want to play him. He has been the hotter of the two big wide receivers in Los Angeles recently, and it'll be kind of crappy for the Rams if they're not able to have him this week. Most of the Giants wide receivers are on the injury report, so avoid them at all costs. Kenny Galladay's partial participant. He's listed as questionable. Dante Pettis went on the IR this Friday. Sterling Shepard is out. So avoid the Giants wide receivers at all costs. Debo Samuels was a partial participant in practice. His calf is considered worse this week. So that actually might give the Cardinals more of an opportunity to have some type of defensive battle with the 49ers if Debo is not allowed to play because Brandon Ayuk has not done anything up to standard. The good news is that George Kittle is back. So if Debo is out, expect George Kittle to get a lot of opportunities this week. And for the Titans, A.J. Brown and Julio are both on the injury report. A.J. didn't practice on Friday. He's questionable, and Julio was a partial participant, but he's not on their injury report. So it looks like Julio is going to play. We'll, we'll wait and see what happens, but honestly, who knows with him? It's He's always listed with a hamstring injury, so he may injure it in the game. But if A.J. Brown's out, that's not good for the Titans because without him and Derrick Henry, they really don't have an offense. So I don't know how well they're going to do this week. And then really the only big tight end to note is Dawson Knox. Fortunately, they're playing the Jaguars, so I don't think the Bills are going to need him. He's out again, so expect Stephon Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders to get a lot of the targets this week. And then for special teams, Chris Boswell took a nasty hit on probably the greatest fake field goal kick of all time. I think that the Steelers are lucky because they need him in this game. He's going to definitely make sure that they can hold on to the lead because their offense has not been trustworthy, and neither has their defense in reality. So if you need a good kicker, I think Chris Boswell is going to have a lot of opportunities this week against the Bears. And that's going to do it for the injury report. Make sure you subscribe to our show. Make sure you follow us on social, on Action Network, and Reddit, and Twitter, and Instagram. And, you know, reach out to us if you have any questions. We'd love to interact with you guys and you know try to make this as much of a fun show and be make it the show that you want it to be so until next time uh, talk to you guys later